Good morning, Frontline Church. It's lovely to be with you this morning. Would have liked to be with you in the flesh, but it's uh, wonderful to share the Word of God with you. And I trust that you will be really encouraged this morning and be strengthened in your inner man. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for your grace and your mercy and your loving kindness in our lives. Father, thank you in this day. Lord, it seems out certain out there, but Lord, we have certainty in you. Because, Father, we trust in you with all our heart. We lean not unto our own understanding. We acknowledge you in all our ways, and you direct our paths every day, every moment, every hour, every month, every year. And, Father, thank you that I can pray this morning, Spirit of God. Lord, we trust upon you to touch every heart, touch every mind, every soul, and every heart, Lord, that today will be a day where there will be a turning around and Lord, and standing up and an arising of every single member of Frontline Church. Father, so we pray, thank you, Lord, that you're with us. Help us, assist us in these days to do your will and advance your kingdom in the mighty name of Jesus the Christ. Amen and amen. I'd like to share with you this morning what I believe God is speaking to me about, and that is in this time of, in South Africa and all over the world, in a time of, of fear and um, anxiety and even uncertainty and confusion, weariness, that we need to rise up as a body of Christ, as warriors in Christ. And that's what I want to call the short word that I'm sharing with you this morning, warriors in Christ. I've many times when I visited you, prayed over the church, arise warriors of Christ, arise mighty men and women of valor, because that is what is necessary in the day of today, is that we as church, every single individual will arise. We will not fear because the Lord wants each one of us to come to a place that the Lord says to us, come into my covenant rest, which means come into my rest. I have a covenant with you. Do not fear. And if you are fearful, then I want to encourage you this morning, repent of your fear. Repent. Say, Lord, I'm sorry that I'm fearing because if you fear, then fear is the opposite of faith. Then you're actually saying, God cannot do it. God cannot help me. So I'm fearing and I'm worrying and I want to encourage you to leave that. Do not listen to the shouting of the giant. If you look at the news and the media, what you see and what you hear, do not listen to the shouting of Goliath. Do not listen to it. Rather, focus on Jesus Christ in this day and ask the Lord, Lord, how can I arise? I hear people with very strong emotions, but in Psalm 36, 5 and 6, the Bible says very clearly that God is merciful, God is faithful, God is righteous, God will judge at the right time and God understands there shall be justice and righteousness in South Africa. God will ensure that. And that is something that I have so strong in my spirit to encourage you with this morning. Justice and righteousness shall prevail in this land. And to encourage you even further to make sure that you live and speak and work and have your being in the realm of rest. Not in the realm of anything else. Because the realm of rest in God is the realm of authority. If I'm restful in God, Hebrews 4 and 11 says, Let us therefore be diligent to enter into the rest, lest anyone fall according to the ex example of disobedience. 
So what God is saying to us, is it, is it difficult out there? Is it confusing? Is it fearful? Do we worry? Do you worry? I want to say to you, if you worry, it will not add one inch, not one centimeter to your length. Uh, it may add to your width, but not to your length. And I'm sure God is saying to each one of us that remain in his rest in this time. Because if we're in his rest, we can hear his voice well. When I'm peaceful in my spirit and I spend time with God, I read the Bible, I pray. I pray in the Spirit. Holy Spirit helps me to pray what he wants me to pray. Even if I hear news, I will pray the opposite. So what God is saying to the church and the church is you and I as individuals, not only the leaders, every single saint, every single Christian, the Lord is saying to us, awake, be vigilant in this time. Be watchmen on the walls, praying. And he has a very important sentence. You need to pray to war for your future. And that's what God wants from us because every word God spoke came true. Every word we speak in the name of Christ Jesus comes true because we are prophesying the future. We are speaking and when we speak, things happen. God hears and God does because we speak it by faith. So what I'm saying to you this morning is decree, proclaim, speak life. You cannot be silent in this hour. South Africa cannot be silent. Frontline cannot be silent. You cannot be silent. It's impossible. Because if you do not pray, then the shouting of the enemy makes you even more fearful, makes you to worry even further. So I want to suggest this morning to you, if you go to 1 Peter um, 1 verse 13, um, Peter writes, he says, Gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober. Rest in the hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. What is, what is Peter saying? Peter is saying at this time, gird up the loins of your mind. Do not let your mind dictate to you. Do not let a battle ensue in your mind. Do not allow a battle of your mind in what you see around you. But rather let your mind be peaceful and quiet, renewed in the Lord, renewed in the Word, trusting God. That, that is the meaning of girding the loins of your mind. Be sober, Peter writes in 1 Peter 1.13. What a sober means? It means I'm sober, not drunk. I'm sober, not confused. I'm sober and I, I do not allow myself to be worried and concerned. When I'm sober, I'm vigilant. I'm awake. I can discern in the Spirit. I can hear the voice of God. I can hear the Holy Spirit speak to me. And that is what God is saying to the church today. Be sober. Be vigilant. That is what God is saying. And furthermore, uh, Peter writes and he says, um, rest in your hope, fully in the grace of Jesus Christ. So, you know, God has given us grace. Each one of us has received a measure of grace. But in times like this, we must truly rest in the hope and in the grace that Jesus Christ has given us. Because each one of us has received the revelation of who Jesus Christ is. The more time you spend with God, the better it goes. You come to a place where, where the Bible becomes your absolutely all in all. And you begin to really believe. And the more you, you, you release faith, faith is currency. Faith is money in the spirit. 
faith is currency. If I pray and I intercede and I decree and I proclaim and I speak, I read negative things in the news, but I speak the opposite. I speak life. If they say this will happen, I say no, that will not happen. If they say the coronavirus numbers will climb, I say it will not climb. It will stop by the end of May. Why do I give it a date? Why can't I give it a date? Why can't you give it a date? Why should we say, oh my goodness, there's so more infections, so many people are ill, so many people are seriously ill, so many deaths there are. Why can't we pray as Christians in Christ Jesus? COVID-19, stop in the name of Jesus. Die in the name of Jesus. Deaths, stop in the name of Jesus. Infection rate, stop. Go down. Decline. Go to a flat rate. Coronavirus, out of South Africa, in the name of Jesus Christ. Do you think that's crazy? I don't think it's crazy. I think it's simply faith in God. Because God is in charge of everything. And in the name of Jesus, Jesus died. And by His stripes, we were healed from every disease. And this disease has a name. It's called COVID-19. It's called coronavirus. It is a virus. It has a name. So the Bible is true. And, and, and uh, Paul wrote in Philippians 2, the well-known verse which I've quoted, I think, perhaps thousands of times in verse 9 to 11, that says, At the name of Jesus Christ, everything shall bow in the heavens, on the earth, and under the earth. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. And that is what I believe today to encourage you as warriors in Christ to rise up, to come to a place where you will say, Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 6, my well-known verse, I think one, if I die, if I die on the earth, I think they'll put it on my coffin or they'll put it on a, on, a, on a PowerPoint possibly, I don't know. But it's my favorite verse in the Bible, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. Lead not what you read in the news. But come to a place where you really shall believe that ask the Lord, acknowledge Him in all your ways, what you want to do, where you want to go, and He shall direct your path. Every single day you will know in your heart, Holy Spirit will speak to you, and you will know, must I go today? Should I go shopping today? Which road must I take? Etc., etc. That is a life living, acknowledging God in everything that you do. Trusting Him is the key. As I continue, I want to really encourage you and speak about South Africa a little bit. South Africa at this point in time, it is the hour of your manifestation of the visitation of the Spirit of God in this nation. I want to say that again. South Africa, it is your hour of manifestation of your visitation of God, of the Spirit of God in this nation. Africa, it's a time of your visitation, but South Africa... It is a time of the manifestation of the visitation of God. And you will see the Spirit of God will rise. So South Africa, you are blessed. You are truly blessed, South Africa. South Africa, you carry the starter anointing. That is why I'm sharing today on warriors in Christ. That's who we are. We understand who we are. So God has given us, I believe with all my heart, a starter anointing. How do I start a fire? I take the the fire block, and I put a match to it, and I put it in the coals, and I start a fire. And so I kindle fires in the Spirit as we pray, as we decree, as we proclaim, with a governmental way of praying, not a, may I say, a sissy way of praying, a, a prayer without faith, where we just pray because it's because we're what we must do, because the pastor says so, or the church leader says so. No, 
I'm praying with a starter anointing because the anointing of God is upon my life. And what God is saying in this hour, I must pray in war for my future. I must declare what will happen tomorrow and the day after and the day after and the day after. That's what God is saying to us. South Africa, you've got the starter anointing. And may that sink into your heart. So arise from your sleep. Take up your position like King Jehoshaphat, like Gideon. They took up their positions. God spoke to them impossible things. But God destroyed the enemy, didn't he? When Jehoshaphat, when the, when the um, prophet came and said to him, God has heard your prayer, go and take your position and stand still. That's what he said. What did God do? God destroyed the Ammonites and the Moabites. And God let them fight against one another. They destroyed one another. What happened to the Midianites in the days of Gideon? 300 people went and blew shofars and broke their torches. <clears throat> and what happened? God destroyed the enemy and the Midianites destroyed one another. What is different today? Nothing, because God has not changed. Jesus Christ in Hebrews 13, 8 says, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The Lord does not change. His power does not change. And to you listening to me, I want to say to you in this time, God needs prayer to act on. He needs faith with a prayer to act, to intervene in South Africa, in the rest of the world. And we can pray for South Africa. That's our first choice because we live here. Then we can pray for the world. And it's fine if you do that because the dragon, there's a fight and a battle between the dragon and the lion. But let me tell you, the lion has already won the war. Even this war we're facing, even this giant we're facing, the lion has won the war. God will ambush the enemy as what he did so many times in the Bible. He will ambush the enemy and the bride of South Africa, you at Frontline, and every single church in this nation, I want to say to you, stand in the positions where God has placed you. You see, God has placed you in a certain place, Acts 17, 26. And if you're in that position, you must be in the right position where God has placed you because He wants to use you in that position. In that position, in that area, you have got authority in Christ Jesus. I, if I pray now, something can happen in Australia, definitely. But I have authority in South Africa. I have authority in Pretoria. I have authority where God has placed me. I have authority in this nation. That is where God has placed me. So do not move out the position where God has placed you. Do not do that. But come to a place when you pray and you read the Bible to pray and decree and command and proclaim and war for your future in prayer. Because when you speak out in faith, and if you speak as the Spirit of God speaks to you, and you hear all the negative things, and you speak the positive things, you are warring for your future. You are proclaiming the Word of God. You are decreeing what the Word of God says. And the Word of God is more powerful than any disease, any virus, any illness, any situation, any political situation, anything more powerful. Because He's Almighty God. Remember, He's the one who parted the Red Sea. So I want to say to you, to everybody of Christ and to you frontline this morning. Arise and unite in prayer like you've never united in prayer before. Pray corporately. Even if you pray on all the multimedia Zooms and the Skype audios and all the media you have available to your ability, you can remotely pray corporately. So pray corporately, even remotely. And agree in prayer because Matthew 18, 19 is a powerful verse. That says, if we agree in prayer, if we are two or more and we agree in prayer, in whatsoever we shall ask the Lord, 
it shall be given us from Father which is in heaven. Some Bible says it will be given. Some Bible said it shall be given us from Father which is in heaven. So what is God wanting from His saints today? What is He wanting from Christians? He wants us to, to, really, to really stand up because you know who we are? We are Romans 8, 19. We are the sons of God. The whole of creation is, 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 is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. They are waiting for the manifestation. They want the sons of God to arise. The whole of creation will respond as the sons and daughters of God arise in this time. And we begin to pray like we never prayed before because God has released justice and truth in this nation of South Africa. Justice and truth shall prevail. You will see in the days ahead as you focus on Christ Jesus how the truth of the Lord exposes everything that's dark. Every contract, every agreement, everything that's dark, everything is, as Pastor Gebhard also said previously, that has been spoken in the inner rooms, little plans that has been made. Even in government, God will expose that. God will expose the corruption and the bribery because I think South Africans had enough of that. Enough is enough. And God is saying to us, in this time, you are a warrior in Christ. Do not focus on what you hear. Do not focus. You don't have to be unrealistic. But if you hear something negative, pray the positive. That's what I want to encourage you to do. Focus on Christ Jesus in this time. And there's a call from God. There's a call from the Spirit of the Lord. If you, if you listen to me this morning, you will sense in your heart there's a call from Holy Spirit to come into your inner room, to close your door, to take your word, and to say, Lord, help me. And if you're fearful and full of anxiety, repent of your fear. And God will set you free and you will be able to pray. You'll be able to read the Bible. Ask Holy Spirit, Lord, open my eyes for the wonders of thy law. Psalm 119, 18 is what King David asked God. So Lord, ask, ask, pray Ephesians 1 of yourself that God will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Insight, understanding that you will understand that your spiritual eyes will open your spiritual understanding will open in these days. But it's something that you must do. You must stand up. You can't lie down. You can't sit in a chair. Yes, you can. But, but what I mean is to stand up. There was a little boy that, I want to tell you the story that was very naughty. And his mother said to him, Johnny, sit there. And he didn't want to. And she, he was about five years old, six years old. And she said to him, Johnny, sit. And Johnny went and he sat down. And his mother said, in that look on your face, he said, Mommy, I'm sitting, but inside I'm standing up. So that is what we must do. On the inside, stand up. You cannot be silent. Your voice cannot be silent in this time. If you want a future, then you better war for it in the, in, in the spirit and pray for it and command and decree and take up your position of rulership in Christ Jesus. Truly set your heart on God front line. Set your heart on God. Seek the Lord. Come into His secret place. Sit under the shadow of His wings. And you will understand even more as you return to Christ that this lockdown is not a lockdown. God has locked you in so that He can, he can impart to you whilst you are locked down, He locks you in so that you can get closer to Him. So that when His Spirit breaks out, Look towards Pentecost, Prophet Gebhard said. Look towards Pentecost. I believe there's going to be an outpouring 
of Holy Spirit like we've never seen before in our lives. Never been seen. I'm so happy I'm alive. I'm so happy I'm alive. I'm not 20 years old, but I'm so happy I'm alive to see the outpouring of the Spirit of God in this time because the outpouring is really here. I can, I can assure you. There's a sound going forth. There's a hunger going forth from the hearts of Christians, of sons and daughters of God. A sound going forth. And that sound is a sound of an awakening in our spirits where we begin to stand up and the enemy is hearing the rushing of our walk and the rushing of our prayer. They are hearing. The demons in the heavenlies are hearing the prayers of the saints. And they are shivering. Why? Because the church is busy to stand up. We are not anything else but warriors in Christ. We are warriors. Christ was a warrior. God is a God of war. And to war in the spirit, I'm not talking about physical wars. I'm talking about warring in the spirit, winning in the, in the spirit, because that's what God did. He taught us. He said, let light be, and light was. Jesus taught us the same thing. He said, be healed, and people were healed. He said, demon, go out. The demon went out. And Jesus commanded and said, I bind you, I rebuke you, whatever demon it was, or evil spirit it was. I bind you, I rebuke you, I command you to leave, and I say to you, enter no more. So to coronavirus, I want to say, I bind you in the name of Jesus, and I hope you say amen in front of your television. I bind coronavirus, I rebuke it, I command it to leave South Africa, and I say to it, coronavirus, you shall not re-enter this nation. In the name of Jesus the Christ. I hope you say amen where you are sitting now. Because that's truly in my heart. And I believe that's what God is saying to me at this point in time. That we will truly be warriors of Christ. Waking up. Awake, 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 awake. Perhaps finally, I want to encourage you to really, in this time, expect something that God will do supernaturally. In 1 Corinthians 12 verse um, 11, I think, I think we, we, we read the verse 9. Uh, 1 Corinthians 12 verse 9 says, that there's a gift of faith. I believe the Lord is giving gifts of faith, not only a mustard seed. Why do I say that? Because when you must arise as a warrior, you must be equipped. You must have warrior equipment. You must have a sword and a shield and all your attire. If you are mighty men and women of valor, you are, you are of a certain attitude. And your attitude is one where you really speak from authority in Christ Jesus. So, yeah, I believe God is saying that in this time that we must take, truly, there will be an explosion of faith. Let's call it a faith explosion or an explosion of faith. Now, when something explodes, it's got a tremendous effect. If you throw a little, a little cracker like we did in the olden days, if you throw it, it goes bang. That's one thing. But if you throw a huge bomb in the spirit, then it makes a loud noise. There will be a faith explosion that God will bring about and give the Christians a gift of faith that you will believe God unwaveringly. There will be no doubt in your heart. You'll be like, like James 1. The Lord says, if you want wisdom, ask me wisdom. But you will have unwavering faith in God. There will be faith explosions. And you can write this, this word down. I say to you, it shall truly come true to pass. And finally, in this time, it's time for you to take territory. Territory that you've lost. It's time to extend your borders. Borders that you've lost. That the enemy has encroached upon you. 
It's time to move structures. Structures that have been obstructing you. Move those structures in the name of Jesus. Get rid of those structures. Jump over those structures. David says, with my God, I storm an army and I jump over a wall. To you I want to say, get to a place where you remove the structures that encamp you in and prison you in. Remove them and move new boundaries and take new territories in the name of Jesus Christ. In conclusion, I want to really encourage you, uh, Frontline Church, to come to a place where you will leave your maintenance mentality. Leave, walk away from a maintenance mentality and walk with a conquering mentality because that's who we are in Christ Jesus. If I speak a word in the name of Jesus, when I speak that word, then it happens. Why? Because I believe. And I believe the name of Jesus is powerful. There's nothing as powerful as the name of Jesus Christ. So move away from our maintenance mentality, from our paralysis mentality, perhaps, and move into a conquering mentality as a son and a daughter of the Most High God. And when you hear negative things, pray the positive. If you hear negative speech, pray the positive. If you read the news, awful news, pray the positive. Pray the answer. Pray the solution. If you hear the economy goes down, pray that the economy will grow 1%, 2%, 3%, 4%, 5%. Why, why must we restrict the economy? Why can't God raise up this economy supernaturally? Why can't God raise up businesses supernaturally? So as you're losing money at this time of lockdown, trust the Lord. Begin to speak of your business, of your life, that God will supernaturally open doors. He is a door breaker. He makes a way. So that's the God that I serve. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His name's Yahweh. And the Lord Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior. And I end off with the following to say to you, precious frontline church, you are warriors in Christ. You must rule in prayer. You must have unwavering faith in God Almighty. And I want to say to you, it's the first sermon I preached in your church. I preached about do not break ranks. And I want to say to you today, this morning I want to say to you, do not break rank. That means you stand in the front line and the front line moves forward like the wars in the days of old. They had many soldiers, some of them in the front line, and they move forward. And when you chose the name front line, I said to uh, Pastor Ryan, I said, Pastor Ryan, do you understand what it means to choose a name like this front line? So you really are on the front line. So I want to say to you, do not break rank because of that first row of, of, of soldiers break rank and run away, then all the others lose. They lose in their hearts. They become fearful. They lose their confidence. You can't lose your confidence in God. Do not break rank in this time. And I truly want to encourage you, as you do not break rank, to stand fast and see the salvation of the Lord God Most High in your life. See your salvation and praise the Lord this morning that He will restore the joy of your salvation. If you've been fearful, repent. But I want to leave the word over you that frontline you are warriors in Christ and you shall always be that. Arise. If you see your neighbor, do not arise. Pick your neighbor up. Help your neighbor. Encourage your neighbor. Phone your neighbor. Do the best you can to be warriors of Christ in this day. Shall we pray together? Thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are the one that we call out to. Father David said, I call unto you in the days of my trouble. Father David said, Lord, smash in the teeth of my enemies. 
Lord David said, I will storm the army and I will jump over the wall. David said to Goliath, who are you, you uncircumcised Philistine, that you come and defy the God of the armies of Israel? Today I will chop off your head. And Father, I pray over Frontline, every single member of Frontline sitting there and visitors this morning, that Lord, they will arise in themselves and say, I am a warrior in Christ Jesus, and that is the life that I shall live from this moment. I will pray, I will not be silent. I will rule, reign, command, decree, proclaim in the name of Jesus, and I will see a good future. Why? Because God, you said it in Jeremiah 29, you said, my thoughts towards you are good thoughts, not thoughts of evil, but thoughts to give you a hopeful future. So, my brother and my sister, pray. And Father, that, that I pray over frontline every single person hearing my voice, that they shall arise, every single one of them, and be warriors of Christ, Lord, and create a good future for South Africa, for themselves, for the church, for the government, in this nation of South Africa, which is blessed. Father, I bless Frontline, I bless its leadership, I bless every single one of you, and let us all bless South Africa. And we say, thank you, Father, that you are in charge of everything. We shall not fear, we shall believe as warriors in Christ. Amen and amen. It's good to be with you. Bless you.